This episode of the Council of the First Ones was recorded on November 1st, 2020. And welcome to another episode of Council of First Ones. I'm your host, Kelly, and joining me today is Sean. How was Halloween by you? Uh, it was all right. My son went as Batman, and we even heard sirens at one point, and he said, they're coming for me, yeah. but it's not because <laughs> I'm in trouble. They need my help. I was like, man, you were committed. And then my daughter... Uh, dressed up as Raven from Teen Titans, who is like her absolute favorite superhero character right now. Nice. So it was, it was pretty yeah. fun escorting them around. And, and uh, I got, a, I got a, a crunch bar out of it for, for escorting my children around the neighborhood that night. So oh. I can't complain either. So yeah, how was I'm yours? Some, oh, I wish I had kids. I dressed up like Orko, had nice. everything. Not one kid came around. Oh. Uh, in fact, all all through Facebook, all my friends were like, why aren't these kids out? It's a beautiful day. It's a Halloween on a Saturday. Every kid wish. But the curse of 2020 continues. Right. Yeah. Yeah, but I had the full Orco costume from when they sold the um, Orco sweatshirt with the hood and all like mm -hmm. that. With black leggings, so it looked like I was floating. I had blue gloves on to hand out the candy. Nice. <laughs> and I'm like, cool. and I had my shoe where it blended into my hand handrail, mm -hmm. so mm -hmm. I could throw the candy down as if it was magic. <laughs> nice. Hit the hit. And I'm like, I went through all this and no one. I mean, my neighbors had candy tables set up all day. Nothing was taken. Wow. Well, well yeah. A lot of hopefully people next year. Safe. Yeah. That's it's understandable. A, yeah, next year at least it's on a Sunday. Yeah. Well, it's. I mean, it's tricky because the, the virus I've been reading can stay on surfaces for 28 days. Well, see, in Jersey, they, the governor <laughs> had asked everyone to put them in bags. So everyone was getting the either Ziploc snack bags or the Chinese takeout little bags to put mm -hmm. them in so they were in a bag in another bag in another bag <laughs> <laughs> but with the virus it's like with all the candy in the store this is the time that all teachers we hit those sales to mm -hmm. stock up on our candy that we give the kids all year Yeah, it's like do I buy it am I even going to go back to the classroom because they're talking now January, maybe February. Yeah. Remember the good old days when, when all we got, you know, we had to worry about in our candy was to get razor blades in there. Now we have to worry about razor blades and and, and <laughs> the virus. and. Oh, know, yeah. People stuffing flyers for their favorite candidate in their kids' bags. Well, yeah, that. We're dressing <laughs> the kids up as the candidates. Oh, yeah. Oh, boy. Mm -hmm. That brings up a good thing, and I don't think we'll be out by that point, but vote, people, <laughs> on Tuesday, too. But not to get political, but yeah, voting is a good thing, but I don't know if we'll be up before that point, but it is what it is. Just throwing it out there. Well, I never welcomed David to the show. We're busy talking. Yeah. <laughs> hey, David, how's everything up on the West Coast? Well, well, I tell you, we've got a lot to talk about, and, uh, you know, this week has been incredibly busy, uh, certainly for me and my team of awesome moderators on the Facebook groups, especially the Origins fans group. We've been swamped with people just flooding into that group and sharing their, you know, discussion about everything we're going to be talking about today. I think the first thing, because I don't know about YouTube, but right before this recording, I was busy on YouTube watching one of our good friends of the council, Pixel Dan's unboxing of Snake Mountain. Who was it? Who was 
it wasn't it sean who was it that made the video where they're like i'm gonna unbox snake mountain but they unboxed a vintage snake mountain Oh, I didn't even see that one, but that's actually pretty funny. <laughs> I just sworn that was you or, or yeah. No, I, I didn't do that one, actually. Mean, yeah. But I, I have had people, um, like, uh, I know there was a thing early in the week where some of the people that were getting them, it's like every time something new hits, you always get that, and it doesn't have this, and it doesn't have that, and all right. of the, the negativity along with it. And yeah. the one thing they brought up, and uh, a buddy of mine actually reached out to me the other day just to check, because he doesn't have a vintage Snake Mountain. He got the Super 7. He's like, does yours have latches on it? And I went downstairs to check. <laughs> I'm like, yeah, mine has latches on it. He's like, Super 7. <laughs> <laughs> so that was one of the big things that I remember out of uh, all of the reveals. It's like, oh, yeah, there's no latches. So when you put it, to, you know, when you close it, there's no way to keep it together. It's just closed. So. Right. Yeah, Dan did point that out today. Okay, okay, good. He did a live uh, unboxing of his Halloween uh, trick that arrived. Nice. Well, thankfully, what we're not hearing is, oh, this part's, you know, these parts are breaking and the, the paint's only half there and, you know, other things that we used to hear uh, when... Super 7 first started producing classics figures. They've learned a lot since then, but this is, you know, I can never reiterate enough how important this project is for Super 7, how much of a success it is. This is the first playset that they've produced, and this is, you know, one of the biggest toys ever made. And so, you know, yeah. my hat's off to, to Brian Flynn and everybody at Super 7. Congratulations. And Hearing how it's been shipped is amazing because it's mm -hmm. a box within a box that has plastic tabs on all four corners. That box is then put into another bigger box with more plastic <laughs> corners to tr make sure it ships as mint in box mm -hmm. condition as possible. That's that's awesome, actually. It's above that's and really beyond. good. Yeah. So they went the extra mile. It weighs in at 49 pounds. That's as much as my kid. Wow. <laughs> I'm pretty sure that's as much as my, my four-year-old right now. It's like the stork <laughs> arriving. Oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the box itself is 25 inches by 26 by 24 inches. Oh. So it's two by two by two. Wow. That's huge. With multiple boxes inside it. That, my, that's impressive. My <laughs> wife my wife joked with me and said that, you know, when I when I bought it, she said I I was like, Well, I don't know where we're gonna put it. She said, Yo, you can uh live, live in it when you're out on the streets after I kick you out. <laughs> <laughs> Well, I, I honestly, with some of these collectors, I'm like, that's probably what you're going to have to do, you know? <laughs> like, yeah. I, that's why I didn't even bother. I, I just knew, number one, the price point, I just couldn't, even with a payment plan, I just couldn't justify that right now. Mm -hmm. And on top of that, if I would have brought that home, I have plenty of room in my basement, but I could just hear my wife going, yeah, you're living in this. Like, you, I'm getting proof <laughs> that you were getting the money you spent out of this thing <laughs> instead yeah. of it just sitting downstairs right now. So, yeah, it would have been pretty much my my uh, my studio apartment for the next year if I would have gotten it. <laughs> well, it's very spacious. It is. And I, I would have at least had a throne. So that would have been nice. <laughs> and I would have all, all those faces that they carved in and sculpted into the uh, the mountainside to at least keep me company when I know my wife doesn't want to talk to me because I bought something ridiculously expensive. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, well, I, I'm that guy. It's like, it, I, you know, I look at it and I want to cust start customizing it, but uh, not that it needs it because it's gorgeous, but uh, I feel like I can't do anything to it because it's so expensive. I can't, Yeah. you know? Oh, yeah, gosh. it's... I mean, last last episode we talked, uh, you know, Origins Castle Grayskull, and that to me is like, 
I don't customize, and I would go to town on that thing for the price yeah. point. I wouldn't feel yeah. even remotely bad about that. But when you're investing six to seven hundred dollars on something, yeah, there's no way. The only thing that I'll allow to touch it is the air. You know, <laughs> right. that's it's about like, it. <laughs> it's like getting an expensive car and thinking, "Ooh, I want to paint it," you know, a different color today. Exactly. No, of course yeah. you're not going to say that. Yeah, it, it's an expensive thing. Yeah. Yeah, and all the detail work into it. Mm -mm. Yeah. I mean, Did, this is the best piece to end a 13-year run for classic. Mm -hmm. Well, uh, out of the photos that you've been able to see, is, what what to you would be to both of you would be the pluses and the the negatives uh, of what you've seen, or is it you know are you good to go across the board or? Are you are you feeling like maybe they could have done a little something here or there or whatever, but more like nitpicks? The only thing I see is when you close it and you're turning it around where you're seeing the the big face on the side of the mountain. Yeah. The top, you're seeing the inside of the top of the mountain. There's nothing to cover it. So it does look a little weird. Mm-hmm. Sure, you'll yeah. see the back of the trap door, the, the very top. And also, there is no latches to keep it shut. Yeah. It's almost like you have to leave it wide open because the one part of the bridge that goes over the waterfall yeah. locks the two pieces so they stay straight. Okay. So it's almost like you have to leave it open where it is at 42 inches in length, mm -hmm. almost mm -hmm. four feet. Because if you're closing it up, either you're going to always keep the side with the filmation snake mountain facing out so you don't have those voids. So, yeah, I'm being a little nitpicky. They could have given us something to cover it up. But also what I have been uh, seeing when you do close it, the mic, you can't leave that piece in there. You have to take it out to close it flush. Otherwise, there is a gap. Right. It doesn't mm -hmm. close completely. Mm -hmm. But those would be my only little minor complaints. Okay. I look at the, if you're looking at, at it opened on the inside, on the right side, there are several faces that you plug into the wall. And I kind of feel like that whole space is a little wasted. Um, and that I, you know, I really wish, and I, I would really like to put together like a, a little workspace for triclops, you know, that has like a chair that you could sit faker in that has some tools and stuff. But uh, yeah, uh, I'm okay. I, I understand the need for, you know, aside from the latches, I understand the need for why it looks the way it does when it's closed and and the, the pillar you know the wolf head doesn't you know you need to to remove it yeah i i get it and and mm -hmm. i understand um i would hope that they would have designed it and i don't again i don't have it myself but i would hope that they would have designed the wolf head so that you could put uh, you could make it you know you could put the electronics in yourself without having to drill any holes or anything uh, so that it can be customized and you can actually use it like you do with the the vintage uh, wolf head, you know, the to make the echoed voice. I, I got to give them props. I mean, I never had Snake Mountain when I was a kid. And mm -hmm. after I got it when I was older, it really is a, like the vintage one to me is like, okay, it's it's kind of like, it's all it, it's all sizzle but no steak because it's <sighs> the outside is what matters and then the inside there's not a whole lot that you really can do with it and I, in this case with how they designed it and all the designers that helped them with this they knocked it out of the park to give it some interior fun some mm -hmm. it, there's definitely things to do in the inside and I'm I'm really thinking that's great the fact that they managed to pull it off and the stuff that I'm hearing is mostly, in my opinion, it's not, oh, it shipped, but it broke. Or, it, you know, right. it's 
it, it came to me, but it's not you know the way that they pictured it or any of that kind of stuff like or some of the parts yeah it's yeah, some yeah. of the classics figures that they first started doing after the ultimates wave you were getting that you know cyclops's visor doesn't turn and then it turns out well now we got to send heads out to everybody and all that and mm -hmm. in this case i feel like they really did stick the landing pretty nicely with the photos i've seen um so i i really like it for that i think the only thing if i looked at it as I wish they could have done something would have been like the snake and maybe the wolf head and, and uh, stuff to maybe have some paint app to it. Um, I, I mean, the original snake does have the yellow and, and mm -hmm. little like stripes of yellow and yellow in the eyes. This right. one, it just, here's just the plastic. There's no paint on it at all. No deco that I've seen. And yeah. I feel like that could have been a little, like it would have only helped versus when you see it where there's no paint, it does have this unfinished feel to that part of it. Mm -hmm. um, but, I mean, other than the latches, which I, 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 I don't know. If I had one, I, was, I would be the one going, why am I going to latch it? It's meant to be displayed. It's not meant to be something where I'm going to take it to my buddy's house and we're going to have fun on a Saturday afternoon. Mm -hmm. So yeah, I kind of on that. It. Yeah, well, the lifting part and, and and all that, yeah, I get it for that purpose. But other than that, you know, it's like I I can't really say too much that I've seen negative. I, I know there's people who are nitpicking it on Facebook and stuff, and that's their prerogative. But for the on the whole, it's like it definitely stuck the landing. And you oh, know, yeah. I feel yeah. they they it, for for a company that had a rocky start. They definitely, at the end, between the William Stock collection and that, I think they got it to work. It's just that, you know, Corona coming in and messing up with the world and the shipping and all that. I get it. People want their mm -hmm. stuff. They want it now. But otherwise, I don't think they can say too much in, the, in a way of bad when it comes to what they get when they finally get it. Well, and it's too bad that, you know, they, they had classics and they they learn from their mistakes in the early get going and uh and now that they've shown us that they can produce beautiful wonderful classics figures and play sets mattel took the rights away from them and said no we're gonna make the toys now uh, you know yeah i mean there's enough room that they could have allowed super seven to continue doing the collector's line yeah right? Especially since there's such an outcry from us collectors saying, we're still willing to pay this. Let us have these. Yeah. Well, and the argument that Mattel has given is about the Classics line, not, you know, it's hard for both of them to live on the shelf. Well, Classics wasn't on a shelf. Classics yes. was right. direct, direct mail. Super 7 was producing it. You know, yeah, no and reason they why they could have... Right, yeah. so there's no reason why they could have had both going on. And, you know, classic sleeping, and so it's not dead, but when it comes back in the form of the Masterverse line, are they going to go a different direction with it? And uh, we have just one figure, a prototype of one figure Moss Man that we've seen so far. Uh, my understanding anyway, and I could be wrong, is that uh, these are going to be done in-house, not by the Four Horsemen. That Although, scares me a lot right now. Yeah. Because uh, my my hang-ups, you know, they're here nor there with uh, Origins. But, you know, it's like the, the Horsemen were the ones to basically say, let's, let's start this new line of collector toys for collectors, for the adult collector market and all this. And, you know, them coming to Mattel and... You know, the whole synergy of, okay, Scott had the idea too, and they, they were on the same wavelength, and boom, here we got classics. It's like, they were at the beginning of that, which re-energized fans loving this stuff, because you didn't have a whole lot going on once 2000X was done. But they also, doing the 2000X, they re-energized the line, in my opinion, based on the design work and the sculpting they were doing for that toy line. Because when we were kids... We would have never pictured those figures being even more, you know, having having crazier features and having all the details of the sculpts that they did and the individual sculpts and all that. 
And, you know, it's like not having them involved to me is like, so are you cutting the heart out of this at this point? Because they, they are the imagination, I feel, behind a lot of the good stuff that we've seen and that the fans enjoy. It's like they're synonymous yeah. with masters just as much as they're synonymous with mythic legions at this point to me, you know? Well, and the changes that, that we're seeing in the origins line and, and which it does, you know, it's getting a lot of things right. Don't get me wrong. But, uh, you know, when Mattel sets out to give us vintage figures with articulation that, that attempt to update the figures with, with some different head sculpts and different accessories and things, uh, a lot of, you know, there are quite a few decisions in the Origins line that I and many, many people don't agree with, including yeah. the redesigns to the uh, the Castle Grayskull playset. Mm. And so, you know, I honestly really want some some talents to come back in the form of uh, Joe Amaro and, and the Four Horsemen to, uh, you know, to get to do this line right. Yeah. I, I, I yeah. worry that like a lot of people, that, that Masterverse is, is, is just going to miss the mark. And uh, I hope that's not true. Well, I mean, that was what was so special. We had fans involved in this. Right. And the Four Horsemen are huge fans. Yeah. I mean, yes, on the artistic side with the paintings and the box art with Axel and Nate still mm -hmm. working on that, we still have the fan influence, but I think it needs to run through the entire company. Yeah. Or at least yeah. the whole uh, product line. Because if you don't have that passion and understanding, it actually shows. I mean, the Newcastle Grayskull, it shows that whoever designed it or approved the final design didn't know the property and the mythos. Yeah. And I mean, that's, that's the thing about this, this line with it having the, you know, okay, it's back and then it goes into hiding for 10 years, sometimes even longer, you know, and, and it's like, we're at a point with our fan base where you can't keep doing that and expecting the fans to jump on it every time. A lot of us are getting into our, you know, it, we're in our late thirties, early forties, even older than that for some yeah. people. And it's like, we don't, you know, it's like you can't be expecting to just keep hitting the same demographic like that and expect that to be the only way to keep this going. And I think, like like you're saying, Origins, here's, here's one caveat that I'll say about Origins that I didn't even think of until this week, and that is the international market. I had no thinking about anybody who's outside of the U.S., so I'm very sorry to any international listeners that now is the best time for somebody who couldn't deal with getting Origins because of not only the price point, but all of the fees involved to try to get these figures into their country and into their collections. Right. So it's like Origins is a really good way to, if you didn't get classics, you can at least get these and you can get your He-Man and Masters of the Universe fixed. I can't fault it for that at all, especially with the price point. But, you know, it's like there is a treat to be said about, okay, you're getting another six, seven-inch line again, and this is supposed to fill the void in our hearts of what Classics was. That's awesome. We can get those to the international fans as well. But when you're doing something that might not even look as good as what we had, and these things are created by people who aren't the poor horsemen who we've had a ton of time trusting with this and and enjoying their work and and collecting their work there is this like ah <laughs> like i'm scared more than i'm happy at this point like when when they talked about it at powercon they they hedged their well we don't want to really say who's working yet we're going to tell you later da, 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 da. i'm like okay it better be the four horsemen though you better have that name in <laughs> somewhere yeah. so I, I, it's, it's a little scary yeah we'll see what happens and and then you know of course there's the questions of like uh will the parts be interchangeable with classics is are they going to change up the articulation are there are there is their articulation going to look like origins articulation in the in the knees i mean i don't know we'll see we'll see 
That scares me too. I, I, those knees are still. <laughs> oh my god! Uh, um, um, don't even get me started on the knees, yeah. especially <laughs> on the girls. Right. Yeah. Well, yeah. Of course. The, yeah. I mean, the, the girls are harder to hide that problem with, in my opinion. Yeah. 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 Well, I mean, uh, I haven't even looked at Shira's knees because I did see on Facebook first appearances of Shira. Yeah. With the well, origin of uh, mo- the majority of the spring wave. So Zodak, Shira, Merman, Roboto, uh, those figures are showing up in the UK. Yep. A huge surprise. Um, and, you know, this news came in an already uh, busy week with Mattel, well, with Walmart opening up pre-orders again for wave two and they're actually shipping those wave two figures now and then uh, a lot of people they canceled all of those wave two figures i was gonna say for me anyways i put in my order again for wave two because i was worried about my initial pre-order and that that paid off because right right after they closed the they sold out of the pre-orders uh uh, the new pre-orders, they canceled a lot of people's uh, uh, August pre-orders that they had put in for Wave 2, which makes no sense. They've been batting a thousand with everything they've been doing, and it, not just with Origins, but other lines. Same problems have been happening, and unfortunately with Origins, it's Walmart exclusive because there's other people and other groups that I'm in where they're like, I'm bypassing Walmart, I'm just doing it through Amazon or through whoever, and we can't even do that with these figures yet. Right. Not yet. Amazon sent out a whole bunch of uh, Wave 2 cancellations. Hmm. Right. Already. Yeah. And Amazon and Walmart canceling orders. Uh, not to mention the Masters of the WWE Universe. Wave, what are they up to? Four? Uh, with, you know, uh, uh, Mr. T. Those, a lot of those orders were canceled, mine, mine included. So it's confusing. It's like, okay, so we're seeing a lot of international, you know, a lot of countries are getting uh, Origins figures wave two, wave three now, uh, but not the U.S. uh, for wave three. Um, Wave two, thank thank goodness uh, they're starting to ship them now. It is not to downplay how, how awesome it is that we're actually getting the wave two figures, uh, but it is interesting to see how many people are getting posting online about the uh, origins figures they're getting in the mail. Of course, being some of them are being damaged. That that's you know that's expected from Walmart. But uh, some of the figures have uh, the wrong packaging, so you'll get like trap jaw, but it'll say man at arms on the. Or it'll you know it'll say like uh, Manny faces on the packaging or Orco and you'll get Orco and it'll say Scareglow on the pack or the figure will come with two left hands. Uh, we're seeing some some instances of that or they won't even they'll they'll get their package and it'll say that that's supposed to be their like Orco and and Scareglow but instead they're gonna get a package of underwear and some shampoo. You know they'll just throw in the wrong item and ship it to them. At least we're getting down to the last few weeks that we have to deal with Walmart as the exclusive. Thank goodness, yes. <laughs> yeah, I mean, if, <laughs> if they're holding true to what we figure November 15th is not that far away when it should be hitting all the retail, because that would start, the, I believe, the next quarter or the first quarter of 2021 with all the Christmas sales. I mean, I've determined I'm not even going to look at Walmart anymore to try and get my Origins figures because every time I go, the pegs are empty. Sure. Even though you've turned around, you've used all the different techniques and supposedly it's in stock or in the back room, I... I figure I can wait a little bit longer, get them on Amazon, Big Bad Toy Store, Entertainment Earth, Target. Oh, yeah. 
Yeah, and I know that with my cancel Grayskull order, as soon as I can order it on um, Target or Big Bad Toy Store, I'll cancel my Walmart order. Yeah, I'm I'm thoroughly done with Walmart. I, I you know, as long as I have any other option to me, uh, I'll gladly go with that other option. Aside from eBay, of course. <laughs> well, you mean Scalper City? Right. <laughs> Yeah, so... You know, when it comes with my Shira, I'm going to be looking for a decent one on card and one that I'm going to have open. Because mm. almost all my Shiras, I have have one mint on card, one open to play with. Well, and a lot of people, uh, quite a few people, I'll say, uh, they're posting on the Origins fans group and in other groups... Uh, showing off that they've purchased like a dozen Scareglows, or in one person's case, they ordered like look like three dozen Scareglows. Oh, the uh, room full of Scareglows that glowed. Right. With the Walmart display in the middle, filled with Scareglows. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the the parents' warning is caution. They breed like rabbits. So. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. So that's still a problem. The you know the hoarders, the scalpers. I don't see I don't see them being as big of a problem in general lately. I think it's that figure. And, oh, and well, that again, figure, yeah. I, and and that's what I I made that joke. And it's funny that I, it's like okay, I made the joke, but yeah, it's like. If you go on eBay, 50 bucks right off the bat for a Scareglow right now. It's like, yeah. It's like for for a cult character who showed up at... He was Mr. Johnny Come Lately. Shows up at the end of the party in the original, (laughs) you know, in the vintage, basically. Man, did he... He got a following between then and now. It's like, wow. But, uh, yeah... He's he's just going to be one of those figures always. It seems like oh, yeah. every line now he's just become so, that figure now. Well, between him and Disco Skeletor, I think they both have their own cult followings. Yeah, I, I like Definitely. I like Scareglow just a little better than Disco Skeletor. I won't lie, but <laughs> I think he's a little more useful in a storyline instead of Skeletor just feeling a little like I want to dress up for the night, you know, and that's the end of that. So. Yeah, but but <laughs> it, it just amuses me. It's like uh, like if you on eBay, I was looking them up just this weekend out of curiosity, and it's like if you have a, a just a complete scare glow for classics, two hundred to two fifty right now, you know, basically wow. across the board, and you know, it's like I said, forty to fifty bucks even for here he is on eBay for the Origins figure and stuff. It's yeah, <laughs> I'm. I'm not going to call him Scareglow. He's just big money from now on. I'm just calling him big money. Big money. That's his, his, his <laughs> official em- name. Now. It, yeah. It's his. It's his. It's his official name or empty wallet, depending on which way you want to look at it. Well, did either uh, of you get your uh, Origins Wave Two in the mail? No. No, not yet. No. Uh, I was fortunate enough to get uh, a Scareglow and Orco in the mail today and uh yeah very happy with them uh i i bought two scare glows uh i'll be sending the best one to a friend uh the other one that i'll be keeping uh the the paint on the chest is way off um it looks really bad um so i'll i'll actually be using that figure for a custom and I think I have one more scary low coming, but yet it, it's interesting that the figures seem to be shipping one at a time. That, at least that's what I've been seeing. Is you'll get you'll order like four figures, and then you'll get four different shipping notifications for them. As long as they don't come with a side of meat or some freezer stuff, because I've seen people getting them with their I, I figures. Saw that. <laughs> Yeah, so uh, somebody got somebody got like a steak or whatever, and I I saw in the comments they were like, "Keep that man on card, buddy." <laughs> 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 and it it, it nice. it's like you know if it was my stuff, yeah, I'd be pissed too. But then at the same time, it's like when you see it happening, it's just like you put you know you face palm and then you're just like, 
yeah, it's it's that year. What else can we expect out of this? Sure. But yeah, no, it is. It hey, is good. If it that came they're... with toilet paper, that would be a really good thing. Then. Well, I, <laughs> it would be, but I don't think I don't think 2020 has it in for us in the good way that way. But uh, I mean, heck, 2020 just attacked it attacked the collectors because uh, it's like David said. You know, you get the here's here's what's supposed to be scare glow, and it in in the bubble is many faces. And that to me, it's like there's so for anybody who had complaints about Super Seven, I'm like, are you keeping track of what Intel's doing to the library? (laughs) I mean, they're not exactly knocking it out either. They're they're having their own QC problems right now. So I'm wondering if they kept Digital River in the loop (laughs) because this is nothing that Digital River used to do. Mm-hmm. Uh, I I don't know, but it, it just I, the more I see of that kind of stuff, you know, I, I still remember so many people when the first couple of waves came out from Super Seven, and they were, you know, screw this, screw that, blah blah, you know, and they were they were ranting and raving, and it's like, yeah, but right now, <laughs> it's like Mattel for the most part, I trusted them with a lot of stuff, but you know, it's like I, I feel like that generation is is either gone or they've moved on to something else within the company. And now this new one, it's like, you guys keep a track. What's going on here? You know? Right. Yeah. Well, you know, it's great to see, you know, when, when people show off a picture of like all of wave one and two and, and wave three together. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's impressive. You know, it's like, we're, we're, we're getting there. Yeah. We'll get there. You know, eventually everybody will have their toys, uh, you know, Certainly, it is impressive the the uh, distribution internationally of these figures. Uh, very, very nice. Um, you know, it the audience is huge uh, around the world for these toys and for Masters of the Universe. You know, this is doing great things for the brand mm-hmm. and uh, for our collector community. And uh, I appreciate that a lot. Starting, you know, when Mattel said that starting. January 1st next year, all the other stores are going to be carrying these, and they're going to be carrying both one Wave 1 and Wave 2. You know, they're they're basically starting from, from the first wave instead of skipping ahead, uh, which I think is awesome. Um, yeah. So, yeah, we'll see. And this yeah, month... This these next couple months, uh, November and December, should be exciting with the PowerCon ex- Origins exclusive, uh, you know, sets. Those should be uh, shipping both the Lords of Power and Shira Origins exclusive. I mean, we're getting a first look with the Wave Three Shira. Mm-hmm. Um, I can't wait because anyone who bought Shira, we bought it on blind, not knowing what she was going to look like. Where at least the Lords of Power, you had some idea. Right. And you got to see the box and all like that. With Shira, we only got to see a little teaser at the top of the box. We didn't get to see the full packaging. We didn't even get to see what she would look like. What do you think of how she looks? Well, I'm hoping that all, and I'm going by what I'm seeing with the Origins, Shira. I hope they use the gold. And did it a toned down gold. We do know that she's going to have the rooted hair. I'm scared with those knees. Yeah. <laughs> I'm sorry. And they'll, they'll look at least like the teacher showed us that it was going to be more on the vintage card with the pink, mm-hmm. like it was in the girls' aisle. Yeah. Where the origins is on the traditional red bursting rock background yeah that's pretty fun so, i like that so there are some differences to justify the 50 dollars price tag well, yeah I mean, the, the exclusive version looks much better than the the retail version i believe yeah the, the, does the, the did the the power conversion it has it, like the the face sculpt on it looks like they really tried to recreate the vintage face sculpt from what I saw, unless uh, tell me yeah. if I'm wrong. Um, and the the other one, it feels like the 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 mass retail one. It feels like it's the here's a here's a woman's face sculpt, 
but the other one really had that feeling of the vintage from what I saw. And also with the new, with the retail version, the face is a little too small or they made the crown way too big because you do have a big gap because when the uh, tiara goes over the face, the two holes should line up with her eyes because it's supposed to be a mask. Yeah. And it's not lining up correctly in any of the pictures I've seen of it, even the ones that are loose. And the hair in the front is totally flat. There's no volume or to make that little... I, how would I even describe it? Because her double wave, I guess you'd say, that she always had. When you take off her tiara, at least the pictures I've seen, the hair sculpt is very flat in the front. Yes, it does have the nice little curls in the back. I will say that. Right. But the hair is missing something. And they could have done a little bit more. It's almost like another woman will know this. Bad hair day or you don't feel like washing your hair and you just pull everything straight back. <laughs> That's yes. what it looks like when you take off her tiara. Yeah, I mean, I might be just a little picky because she's one of my favorite figures. I've always loved sure. Adora slash Shira. Well, the, so, the yeah, thing... I'm going to be a little more picky on that one than the others because I've always wanted to see her in line with my vintage figures. Mm hmm. Yeah. Well, it's it's similar to, you know, when they first started showing off Origins and then we had a He-Man that we never knew because of his face sculpt and all that. And, you know, it's like there was a lot of input on that one. So for for the, you know, being a She-Ra fan, it only makes sense. You know, well, what? how did you? Because when I saw it, I, I agree with David. It, it looked like it was for a younger child than it felt like it was a collector's piece. And, you know, I was like, all right, you know, but there's elements of it I thought was was okay and all that stuff, but I don't have the owning to, to the vintage or to uh, the character quite the way that you might. And on top of that, I, the one thing I do like is I like they're bringing back the vintage look, the original figure look, since that doesn't get a whole lot of love compared to the filmation uh, version. And I loved both versions, so it didn't matter to me on which way they went. Mm-hmm. Scareglow, Orko, um, Manny Faces, Trapjaw. It, it's wonderful that we're getting these figures. You know, I, I wanted to mention that also we're going to be getting the uh, Rattlesnake Masters of the WWE Universe uh, ring playset that has Hulk Hogan in it. That's mm -hmm. something else to look forward to hopefully this month. And we're getting those um, mini multi-pack sets. I just picked mine up in the mail. Uh, for the first set that was offered on Walmart's website. Oh, the one in the Castle Grayskull? Yeah. Yeah, and it's smaller than I thought it would be, but it's a cute little set. Yeah. I actually just grabbed it from my mailbag here. <laughs> and, uh, yeah, I think people are having a lot of fun collecting those Eternia minifigures. I know certainly on Facebook they're a lot more popular than I thought they would be. Quite a few people on the uh, Eternia minis fans group oh yeah minis are still really big because they don't take up that much space <laughs> no pun intended <laughs> <laughs> no no it, it's and, it, and on top of that i think what what is fun about them is it gives you a different look for a character that you know and it's almost like the tongue-in-cheek version of that character because like he-man's yeah. got that like gruff look on his face like he he on that version he would be the one where he's he's not listening to anybody and he's doing something stupid in the background you know like he's yeah. got that very like it, uh, I'm 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 big smash mountain kind of thing like Hulk you know or whatever and, mm -hmm. and some of the other like a uh, scareglow or whatever like uh, in the original ones he had that kind of like ah look on his face it was like a weird <laughs> twisted look on, 
So it's like, you know, I, I almost like you're getting like a funhouse mirror version of these characters that you like by having a personality into those designs. Right. Well, and we have high expectations for like the Origins figures and the mas- uh, Masterverse figures. Absolutely. But with, I feel like that's not going to be the case with these uh, Eternia minifigures is, that, you know, this is, this is where Mattel has room to, I feel like, has room to play around with the designs and whatnot. Yeah. You know? And the fact that we're getting vehicles down the line, it's like, you know, yeah, at least they're thinking forward on this and it's not just this, oh, it'll be fun, you know, like the kids will right. figure it out or whatever. There's there's definitely a little more thought and that's the heart stuff that I was talking about too. It's like, who would have imagined there's going to be this tiny little road ripper to go with these things, you know? And so, you know, they, they got their heart in it there on that idea and their imagination going. So I, I'll give them props there, definitely. Yeah. I'd like to see an actual full playset for these for the minis you know it'd be fun to see a what a minis grace you know aside from these what we're getting you know instead of packaging instead of boxes it'd be fun to get an actual minis uh playset for castle gray skull and snake mountain and yeah for them to go go all out yeah maybe i mean if they're doing the vehicles they're doing these i can't see why they wouldn't yeah if they're flying off the shelves well, they're hard to keep I mean, in stock when I was in the Walmarts. Yeah. So. Well, and, you know, it makes me wonder, like, was it best for them to give us the letters on on the bottom of the packaging? Because by having the letters there and making it an in-store exclusive, that makes it very easy for a scalper to walk in, fig, you know, look at the bottom of the of each little uh line bag package and, and or you know the little castle grayskull or snake mountain and to easily pick out the the hard to find figure and then walk off with it yeah i wish that's the only thing that i have a problem with because the big thing about the blind bag you don't know what you're getting normally right yeah. And here you're finding out well in advance. Oh, I'm missing H. Oh, here's an H. Good. Now I've got my fine pit He Man. Uh, you know, ideally it would be would have been nice if these were offered online. You know, and that you could buy a case of them and know that guaranteed each case is going to con- contain the full set of figures along with some extras. Yeah. That would have been ideal. Well, Walmart's exclusive is coming to an end, and we <laughs> yeah. know Big Bad Toy Store and Entertainment Earth, they normally sell the full case. I know Entertainment Earth does, because I used to get the Funko blind bag, My Little Ponies, and I'd buy it by the case, so I knew I had the whole set with a few extras that I wound up giving away. Well, I just appreciate with those at least. I appreciated the fact that you weren't spending three to four times that price them, and and you know, like if you didn't know that the the letters equated to what character, you could still buy that and just go. It was five bucks, and plus you're getting accessories right. with it and all that kind of stuff. Like when when. Uh, the loyal subject stuff came out. I was I was doing like a feverish run to Walmart every night to see if they had them and all this it, when they first came out. And you know you're spending fifteen to twenty bucks for those. And right. it, it, like good luck hoping that you get the one that you want unless you buy the big you know you buy the whole box of them right there. And mm-hmm. so you know from that perspective, I I feel Mattel maybe learned a thing or two about how that went. And they, it, the thing is, you know, that price point to me, it's like, if I saw them, I'd probably buy them just for the fact that, hey, let's see what I get this time. You know, if I didn't know the numbers and the le- or the letters on and all that stuff, at least. It, it makes yeah, it a little yeah. more fun of a collectible versus, you mean I got to spend almost like 20 bucks to just see what's in this one box, you know, like mm-hmm. from back Well, then. that's what turned me off from getting the loyal subjects. Yeah minis it was the price and not knowing that 
And whenever I'd find them, half the boxes were open already. Yeah. Someone yeah. sat there and ripped open the boxes and picked and choose. Yeah. I, I, I think this works nicely. I, I think the, the the actual size of the figure, like like we were saying, you know, it's it doesn't take up a huge amount of space. It's a collectible thing. You have the whole thing and it only maybe takes up the bottom of a shelf to line them all up and here they are all displayed or whatever. And I like the fun of here's a tiny little vehicle for these guys. Now that's kind of yeah. fun, you know, like it's awesome. I mean, how, how, how often do we get things like that anymore in, in the actual retail, the way that that's set up. So, you know, there, there is like an endearing, Oh, that's so cute. Little road ripper. <laughs> oh, look little bit. I mean, you know, for me, that's, uh, there is like a, there's a pull to that compared to, you know, loyal subjects with how they did it or how, whatever. And so it's like, they're, they're hitting some nice little notes with this one for me. So, well, you know, one <laughs> thing I'll, I'll mention first, I want to say that, that yeah, I just opened the castle, you know, the castle gray skull mini multi-pack. It is so cute. Like it is, it's smaller again that, than I thought it would be. It's like a little book. It is adorable. Uh, <laughs> you know, I'm looking, I'm like, okay, you know, aside from the really cool box that it comes in, I already have Man in Arms, I already have Buzz Off, I already have He-Man. It comes with that exclusive um, orange, you know, mini comic Ram Man figure. And I'm thinking, okay, so that's three figures that I already have. I don't need, I don't need them. And then I'm looking at the the mini vehicles coming up and the package for uh, each one. You know, one of them comes with another He-Man and one comes with another Skeletor, and I'm thinking, okay, I already have Skeletor and He-Man. I just bought them again, you know, with these multi-packs, and now I'm going to have to buy them again? Like, they, could it hurt for them to just give them different color schemes, even if they were slightly different? Or maybe uh, give them, you know, the toy Toys R Us uh, variant colors, you know, something so that we don't feel like we're just tossing money down the drain. Yeah. But were otherwise, they, yeah. Were, were they going to do a, a, a Disco Skeletor for this one? I can't remember. I'm, am I getting my little subjects in wave, up? in wave two, there is a Disco Skeletor. All right, I think so he's letter crazy. B. Yeah, he's uh, black. Here he's called a gold armor Skeletor. And he's the rare in the second series. Uh, okay, okay. Um, you know, we were shown what's coming up with Eternia Minis at Paracon, aside from the, the really cool vehicles. Uh, we were shown, it says here, Wave 3 is the, the slime pit theme. So the, the boxes look like little slime pits, which is really cool. Right. Uh, and then wave four, the theme is anti-Eternia. The figures that we were shown include Battle Armor Skeletor, Battle Armor He-Man, uh, Zodak, and he's looking like he's got the white gloves. So there's that Zodak uh, with a C. And uh, Tila, who we haven't seen a sculpt of Tila before, so that's cool. Uh, Clawful, and... Anti-Eternia He-Man and Anti-Eternia Man-at-Arms. So they both have the, the black and red, you know, color scheme to them. Um, I don't know. I th I, I'm okay with the, the, the color, the character selection. Uh, I don't know that we need two Anti-Eternia, you know, variants, but otherwise it's okay. When did uh, maybe I'm slow here? When did Man at Arms being an anti-Eternia character become a thing until <laughs> these polls that they just put out for the origins? Because right. he's not somebody like anti-Eternia He-Man. Yeah, I could see that. And then the only character that I could think of when I thought of like the multiverse comic mm -hmm. would have been anti-Eternia Tila. She kind of had a little more screen time. Right. than any of the other characters necessarily and i mean she definitely had some of the more okay she admitted they ate zor holy crap you know she mm -hmm. she had some moments and it's like all of a sudden man at arms is taking you know it's it's a little odd to me that he's 
that character that they're trying to push out there with anti-attorney he-man now that that's a thing and right like, okay i i like i i'm not one way or the other but i just i'm noticing that a lot and it's it's odd it is and uh i don't know maybe they figure he would make a good army builder because he kind of looks like an evil uh palace guard or something yeah that's my guess that. Yeah, it, I mean, I'd love to get a. I can't wait for them to include uh, some horde troopers, because because we in the original mini set, you know, they have the mold. Uh, they they were going to release a Shira and horde troop trooper set that you can find on. I don't know how it happened, but that set was released unofficially. Uh, overseas and so you can find it on ebay but uh yeah that well, would be cool to have manufactured. they were already producing them when mattel canceled so the manufacturer just sold off what he what they had oh i see that's why all of them are coming from china that were made hmm. interesting It'll be crazy when we start getting army builders in Origins. I can't wait for that. And they've been certainly teasing on their packaging artwork. Uh, you know, uh, Horde Troopers, uh, Palace Guards. I think there was uh, some some more army evil army builders on the Castle Grayskull packaging. Some kind of uh, evil pilots or evil demons. The skeletal so, yeah. warriors. Yeah, yeah. They're coming out yeah. of the grant. Those are the ones, if they make those, I'm grabbing as many as I can of those because those are going to be fun. I, we never got... I, I loved, uh, in 2000X, I loved the episodes with uh, Triclops making those Bone Warriors. Yeah. And and having yeah. them as the... The the re they they regenerate and they just keep coming and there's no stopping <laughs> them and all and and so like that would be almost if they did those especially looking like they did on the box art oh yeah they're gonna be on the shelf and they're gonna a, any any little space of anything I have on my Skeletor side <laughs> of my shelves they're gonna be in there as like yeah he's got an army we're doing this and and you know it's like it'll work nicely but uh, right. you know the other stuff it's like. That's cool, but I really want something as an army builder that I haven't seen yet in mm. that way. Like, that, to me, is, like, that would be such a good Skeletor thing, you know? Yeah. Yep. I, I want some Skelcons. I love them, too. Bring those yeah. on as well. I, I, <laughs> I wish I had more in my Classics collection. I, I lucked out and got two, and I really wish I had five. So, yeah. Mm -hmm. I wanted to mention a couple of things. I wanted to mention that uh, Fans of Power podcast is back. And thanks again, Joe Amato, for visiting our show. Yeah, he, he did great. Yeah. He didn't even use a bad word. We didn't bleep him. Crazy. <laughs> I that, I've known Joe for years. That was the first time we did not have to use sound effects. Well, good, Joe. Well done. Well done. He's getting good better. <laughs> there, most men can't be said, you know, like most men let it slide in their older age. He's, he's, he's like the fine wine. He's getting better. So there you go. <laughs> And uh, I also wanted to mention that recently there have been some polls on Facebook. Uh, one of them is a set that I started, uh, Castle Grayskull. And it's pretty clear from the results that people definitely prefer, uh, for the most part, the vintage Castle Grayskull design over the changes that were made in the uh, Origins uh, Castle Grayskull playset. So looking at the results, uh, the spacesuit people are saying that that definitely should have been included in the Origins castle. Uh, they definitely prefer the Origins throne to the vintage one. Uh, they're saying that the triangle weapon rack should have been included in the Origins, uh, the new castle. Uh, there, the majority of people who voted are either undecided or they're saying that no, they they don't like the white flecks of paint that are decorating the front and inside of the uh, Origins Castle. 
and they're definitely preferring the the vintage castle's eyes and nose over the design of the origins castle. They also prefer the vintage castle's dome, the top of the the front of the castle, and they prefer the vintage laser cannon and the vintage uh, door for the castle. They prefer that over the new uh, design. And I think that was it for for that set. Uh, oh, that's right, the weapon rack. Uh, they definitely prefer, and again, the, these were uh, conducted mostly on the Origins fans group, but I shared them around. The vintage weapon rack, they definitely prefer uh, compared with the Origins one. And they overwhelmingly prefer the vintage dungeon sticker to the Origins version. And same with the flag. They overwhelmingly want the vintage flag design, not the Origins flag design. And uh, uh, the elevator, uh, not surprising that people are saying they like them both equally. And people do like the Origins ladder in the castle better than the vintage one. Uh, when asked what items people would like to see in a Castle Grayskull add-on accessory pack, the top votes went to the spacesuit, the Spirit of Castle Grayskull from the mini-comics, the triangle weapon rack, the playmat from the vintage prototype, the shield and pistol from the vintage weapon rack, and the orb of power and display from the classics castle. So, and then there was one additional poll, I believe that was from the Legends of Power podcast. Sean, do you want to uh, talk yeah. about that one? Le uh, Legends of Grace. Yeah, we, it, my uh, co host Matthew Duch put up a Four days ago, he did a poll and reached a bunch of people. Uh, uh, David, actually, thanks for uh, sharing it and getting it out there even to a wider base. Sure. Uh, he posted um, the Classics Grayskull, Vintage Grayskull 2000X, and Origins. And on our page, for the people that voted, uh, it's it's basically, you know, they blew it out of the water. 38 uh, votes for classics and 12 votes for vintage and then nothing else. Really? 2000X wow. and Origins did not get a vote on our page at all. So classics still is quite loved and looked at as definitely an ultimate version of what we know and love as Castle Grayskull for a lot of fans. Classics and vintage, yeah. And those yeah. two are my favorites personally, even though I don't have classics, but I do have vintage and yep. classics is definitely a grail if I can get that one finally. So mm -hmm. I, I can see why every time I see the images or anything, if, if somebody shares something of that, I'm always it's like, you know, I'm that kid looking in the window at Thanksgiving <laughs> dinner going, God, I want that so bad. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Well, now you'll be drooling over Snake Mountain, too. Well, here's the thing. I didn't grow up with it, so part of my thing about it is the nostalgia angle, and that was the biggest Christmas present I ever got when I was a kid in my single-digit years. So right. um, that, for me, is like, if I can get that, that, for me, it, it just it pulls the whole collection together, you know? Right. And, and Snake Mountain, I didn't have the owning to it as a kid, and I had the Fright Zone. I had that in Castle Grayskull, and even if they did a, a classic Fright Zone, I wouldn't even care about that. I would just want Grayskull because the, the classics line to me just kind of it summed up with that, you know. And uh, not don't don't get me wrong. If somebody goes, "Hey, I got an extra Snake Mountain. You want it? Yeah." Like I'm going to say no, but yeah. <laughs> at, at this point, I'm very much like you know, if if I could just pull off Grayskull. Especially with the price points I'm dealing with for these things, that mm. would be amazing. So right, someday, 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 they, it'll be one that I hope I can at least you know enjoy it before I'm in the nursing home and talking to some nurse <laughs> calling her mama. That's all I ask, you know. Like if I can pull that <laughs> off in my in my adulthood before I hit like seventy, I'll be thrilled right about now. And plus, by the time I'm seventy, people are going to be retiring off that piece alone. 
So well, maybe in the Masterverse line, they'll eventually re-release the Classics Castle. I hope so, and you're a good person for putting that out there. And I hope Mattel hears that. Mattel, I'm okay <laughs> with this idea. Please <laughs> don't don't think that's a bad idea at all. I think it's great. So yeah. <laughs> But then what do they do for yeah. Snake Mountain? Because they can't use the Super 7 one. No way. Well, I don't know. I'm not worrying about that. I'm worrying about my problem. Yeah. <laughs> That's you know, Mattel's problem. And they should have the tooling, tooling still for Castle Grayskull. Yeah. And, Hopefully. And that, that is I mean, it's in their tooling bank. It, it is. And it's something that is a little confusing if... You know, with, with the Origins, you would think they would want to revisit that and say, hey, we're saving money doing this, and it's it's still a good sculpt, you know, but... Well, maybe eh, they... It well, it's it a is. big size difference. Right. May, well, yeah, yeah. Maybe they saved it for Masterverse, you know, and that maybe that's why we got the smaller playset, or at least one of the contributing factors. I, I hope so, and if that happens... If I see you at power con, I'm gonna hug you. <laughs> Social <laughs> distance, like, man. Six you, feet. Six you feet. just made my dream come true. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> but uh, yeah, we'll see. I mean, it it 2021 could be very bright. It absolutely could be. Especially with the yeah. cartoons hitting finally. Exactly, and hopefully the live action movie too. It could be the year for Moto, like this one was supposed to be. I'd like to thank you for joining us on this episode of Council of First Names. Stay up to the minute with all your He-Man and Masters, Masters of the Universe news by checking out He-Man.org. Also, checking out Nerds on the Couch on Facebook. Until next time, good journey. And this is David Clark, owner of adultcollector.org, a network of pages and groups celebrating everything we love about He-Man and She-Ra. Please follow adultcollector.org and those pages and groups for all of your He-Man and She-Ra news and discussion, including the 16,000 Origins fans group. And this is Sean Scavarna. And if you want to get into the history, mystery, uh, magic, and mythology, I actually got that right, of He-Man, She-Ra, and everything else, Masters, uh, feel free to jump on over. Uh, my co-host, Matthew Duch, and I uh, have Legends of Grayskull, where we talk about the stories and the mini-comics and the TV shows and the movies and everything else, Masters-related. Uh, and other than that, yeah, uh, thanks for having me again. Until next time, good journey, guys. We have the power. We have